Welcome to the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. This is your place if you are launching your career as a nurse or are preparing to launch. If you're growing into your role or growing into a new role, or if you're seeking to thrive or just need a little refresh in your work as a nurse or your life as a nurse. Living your best nursing life doesn't just happen. It takes energy and dedication. On this podcast, you will have the opportunity to learn, live, and love all the experiences of being a nurse. Nursing is truly an amazing journey. It's your amazing journey. It's your license. It's your career. It's your job. It's your reality. And it's your certification. It's all about you. You will get strategies and stories, inspiration, information on how to live your best life in this podcast. This is all about helping you stay fresh, energized, and making sure that you are your best self on the job. And when you're off the job, when you finish that day shift or that night shift, or your day is done, and this is about today, tomorrow, and your nursing future. So hang on. Thank you for being here with me on this amazing journey that we call nursing life. Welcome to this episode of the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. I'm Natalie Dietrich. I'm your host, and I want to talk about preparing to start work as a nurse. I'd like you to find clarity amid information overload. So this is part one of a two-part series, and we're going to focus on all things related to starting work. We're going to talk about what you'll likely encounter in your first week of work and in the days leading up to your start date. Some of the correspondence you get in email or phone calls are things that have to be completed before you can officially start. Key considerations for the first few days or week of employment are in the list I'm going to go through now. Regardless, I'll just say you're probably getting a heavy load of email to your personal email as you prepare to start. You've probably had to access some of the websites or databases or sign in to do initial hiring documentation and paperwork online too. Know that the different departments in the hospital do not always or ever have cross-communication in one central database. You have human resources, your HR profile, and your timekeeping. They are possibly separate. Your online learning system, like HealthStream or the learning management system, is different from the scheduling system and the apps you use to track your schedule. Those are just examples of some of the different entities or interfaces that you're going to have to work with from the beginning of your time working at the hospital. Everybody has different roles, HR versus your nursing department and the communications they're going to send you right away, different roles and responsibilities, thus the reason that so many people are emailing you. And it's to your personal email, most likely, because until you get to the hospital, you probably won't have the opportunity to do the first time login to your work email. Sort out all of the following, plus other things that are not even covered here because I'm sure I can't give you an all-inclusive list of everything you need to do to start work. But here's, here's a start for you. Time, date, location for your first day. That's probably hospital orientation. Do you know in advance where you have to be for the first day? Is it in person or is it online? If it's in person, do you know where to park? Do you know what door to go in? Are you going to be getting your ID badge that day? 
you'll need that badge the first day that you're on campus because generally the doors are secure and you can't get in without swiping your badge. Also, employee health might be communicating to you, especially to make sure everything is required that's required is done, like pre-employment physical or a screening, and submission of vaccine records. That's often required before you even get your confirmed start date or to confirm that you're able to start on the date that you were scheduled to start. You'll get information regarding your paycheck and how to set up direct deposit because you don't want to have a delay in processing your paycheck. You want that money when it's due to be delivered. Benefits information is going to be coming to you. This will be a separate episode as well, where we can dive a little deeper into what you need to do to sort out the different health plans and other benefits that are time sensitive. So you'll get information on health insurance, different plans that the organization offers, as well as perhaps dental, vision, and other coverages that are available. Important to note that health insurance is probably time sensitive for you in terms of enrolling in coverage if you choose to do so. So don't miss that opportunity. Know the difference among all the benefits by carefully reading the handouts and emails and prioritize the most important selections, those that are time sensitive, such as health insurance enrollment. Nursing department emails will be coming to you as well, possibly before you start your job on day one, to get an introduction to those that you'll be working with in orientation. And you've probably already had some email communication with the director that's hiring you and even the HR or the talent acquisition department. You might also hear from an educator or a mentor that's going to be supporting you and meeting you on your first day when you come to the unit. Other educators in the hospital that are focused on nursing orientation are those that do the education for the med surge and the critical care in the hospital or in the system if there's multiple hospitals. So the list of people and the list of contacts as to why they're reaching out to you from before you start into when you're actually working, it's a, it's a long list. So let's pause and I want to make a few recommendations. Please be organized. Even if you don't typically print out all the documents you need for a class or a project, consider printing out as much of what you can from, from your new job so you can file it in a binder with different tabs for each of the topics. You could certainly use a Google Drive or something online as long as you're really committed to consistently referencing what's going on. You don't want to miss anything at the very start of your employment. You've worked so hard to make this great impression and to be hired where you really want to be. You want to keep that up. And this information, whether it's hospital orientation or nursing orientation at a higher level for both of those orientations, or even more specific as you get into your service line or nursing specialty orientation, it's required. There are guidelines that everyone has certain training. So you need to let someone know whoever the contact is for that training plus your manager or patient care director, if you have to miss something, if you have conflicts that were already scheduled that you cannot miss, let people know as soon as you realize there's going to be a conflict. And if you have a healthcare need or an emergency for your household or yourself, also be sure you contact the director and the person that's covering the content that you're scheduled to be at that you're going to miss so that you can get alternate plans or make that up as soon as possible. You'll experience less stress if you have a clear picture of what's happening and when it's happening so you can be reassured that you know what you're doing and you're not missing all the important content. 
As I said earlier, different departments are emailing you. Put the dates for your classes the first week onto a calendar. Be organized from the start. And in the first week, you can expect that you're going to have that hospital orientation, some high-level nursing orientation where you meet the nursing leaders, you learn about the nursing philosophy, and you hear about some of their greatest accomplishments. You get to meet others starting when you are. Be sure also to dedicate time to go through the documents you need to complete, the forms you need to fill out, whether it's on paper or electronically, and set boundaries on your time. This is not an emergency or a code blue. Don't stay up until two in the morning filling out all the forms and paperwork. Make sure you set aside time on a regular basis over the first few days. That way you ought to be able to organize your tasks and complete what needs to be done. Just don't sweat it. For the first day of employment, I said you're going to have hospital orientation with all new employees. You know, is it a half day or is it longer? Where is it taking place? Same with nursing general orientation. Is it live, in person, or is it on Zoom? Are there classes you're going to attend the first week? And you're probably going to have computer training for Epic or whatever the electronic health record is. If it's something you already know from a previous job, you may be able to test out of that computer training. That's really important to follow up on because you might not mind missing out on two full days of computer training for a system that you already worked on in the past as a student or as a clinical tech or a CNA. Good to know about the calendar and ask in advance to save yourself some time, to free up time that you won't necessarily need to dedicate to something you already know. Make sure you know the details. Perfect example with the computer training. You should find out from the nursing manager or the education and orientation team when you're onboarding so you can get your ID badge if it wasn't done on your first day as an employee. Like during hospital orientation, if it was remote, you haven't been to campus yet, you'll need to get that badge. So you'll want to find out when that onboarding is. And it's possible that it's the first week that you're working at the hospital, where you actually come in, go to your unit, find your way from the garage, or find out where you park on the first day, get to your unit, and then someone can help you get your badge, find out where the employee garage is, how to get from the employee entrance to your unit, because it may be a long way and you may not be familiar at all with that. If your onboarding day isn't that first week, be sure you know when it is, because it's possible that when you start to work with your preceptor on the unit, it could be a weekend like Sunday in that second week that you're employed, because the first week, Monday through Friday, was full of classes. So if your preceptor is working on Sunday of the next week, you may need to come in then and start getting acquainted with the unit. So knowing everything ahead of time, just to get you through the first week and into the very beginning of the second week, will help you to rest better, de-stress, and fully be prepared for everything that you're experiencing in this really exciting time. At the end of your first week, you'll probably feel like the information overload is somewhat of a flashback to when you started your nursing education. Be sure you have a plan on how to relax, unwind, rest, recover, and re-energize after a very busy week. In time, where to go and what to do, as well as what you need to complete and when, will fall into place. Having the tools and some organizational strategies will help you develop a system to track it all and uh, will make you have a seamless orientation experience, at least in the classroom. I can't promise you that every day on the unit will be seamless. It'll be challenging and exciting. It's really an exciting time that you're launching your nursing journey. If you find that this episode has filled you with a lot more questions, I mean, I really went quickly and tried to just highlight some of the high-level details because I don't want to overwhelm you. But if you want to talk more, please connect with me. I offer a link to my calendar in the show notes, and we can plan a time to talk. 
I realize that nurses often need some extra support to navigate all that happens at the beginning of your career or in a new job. And I'm here for you. This is what I do. And be sure to tune in for part two of getting ready to work as a nurse, because we will really go in deep into nursing orientation, onboarding, and help you know what questions to ask and what to expect for that second week and going forward. I just have a story to share with you. So as a clinical mentor, I was the one who wrote a note to the nurses who were going to be starting. And although I had a template, I always tried to make it more concise because there was so much information to share. I wanted to be sure it was clear. So I asked that you be sure to ask for clarification. If you don't feel like you know exactly what is expected or what's going on for any of the departments or any of the contacts you have as you begin work in the hospital, the language we speak, the culture, the fluency, it takes practice to really get to know what we're talking about. And that really goes for the clinical areas, but also all the other aspects of the hospital, the non-clinical, the business department, the way they operate with the clinical areas and the people that make everything happen throughout the whole hospital structure. They learn the language. And even though you've been a student and you've been in clinicals or you've worked before as a nurse, every organization is a little bit different. So just know that people often forget that you don't speak their language and I know that was the case with the nurses that I worked with. That's why I tried to make things simpler, shorter, but I kept adding to the letter that I wrote them to help them prepare for starting work because I wanted to make it a comprehensive list of everything they needed to know. And we really do care as nurses welcoming you into the profession and welcoming you to our organizations. We want you to feel welcome, confident, prepared, but we just want to know from you if There's something more we can do for you. So be sure to advocate for yourself. Ask for clarification. And I am that person that can help you figure out a little more about what's all this that's coming to me as I begin my career or my new job. So thank you for tuning in and be sure to tune into part two, which will dive deep into nursing orientation and the onboarding process to get you through that first week and off and running with your orientation process. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast. Connect today with the CareerWise Nurse podcast community. Do this by emailing belong at careerwisenurse.com. That's B-E-L-O-N-G at careerwisenurse.com. Join the CareerWise Nurse Facebook group. A link is provided at the bottom of the page. Leave a review for this podcast. Scroll past the episodes where you will see write a review. I read every review because I want to know what you think, what you want to know, who you want to meet to help you live your best nursing life. Tap on the stars to rate this podcast. Thank you. Talk to you soon.